introduction to the, to the course and to the uh, topic in general. Um, and uh, as of next week, uh, there begins heavy workload for you. The course is really about data of different uh, types, kinds, uh, shapes, sizes. Uh, it's not about any particular tool. We are not going to uh, learn to use uh, Microsoft Cortana or anything, but the principle is to try to understand the underlying principles. And uh, as I'm trying to convince you today, it's all about uh, predicting future. And uh, the course is uh, uh, a lot about uh, simple theory. This theory can become very quick and very complicated. So in this course, we are trying to talk about simple theories, simple things across a broad range of uh, underlying uh, principles. Uh, so it's kind of kind of introduction, uh, but uh, on the on the principle levels, and there will be uh, practice. So you will be working with data. So you will be programming, you will learn new programming environments, and you will be uh, dealing with data in practice. Um, my own background is that uh, I studied uh, uh, in this university uh, back in 1980s. Uh, then I was in Helsinki for uh, nine years and worked in uh, for three for three years next to Cambridge, UK in the Bioinformatics Institute. So my background is that I've, I've been doing uh, some algorithmic uh, developments and uh, analysis of biological data. Uh, back in Estonia, uh, I, I came back to work with the uh, Estonian Biobank to set up the genetics-based uh, predictions in here. Actually, what we have been uh, ended doing was a lot about enabling collection of health data in, in the way that it could be analyzed. And even now, there is a lot of health data analytics going on, at, uh, primarily at the Software Technologies and Applications Competence Center. So for our university, we have the research education, uh, mostly at our institute in here. But for commercial uh, collaborations, uh, there is also the Competence Center, which is a separate entity um, funded by, partly by uh, companies and partly by enterprise Estonia. So we are responsible for, for the activities in, in there at this institute and more broadly in the Estonian IT education and research in general. So that explains why I don't almost ever have any time uh, to give you personal feedback. I know that all of you uh, fill in the student feedback forms and say that the app never gives feedback to me. 
Um, so I am one of the lowest uh, in this group. Um, but I have excellent team of teaching assistants who are here to help you, uh, to work with you, and give the feedback. So the um, lecture format is, uh, is very clear. Every week we will have lectures. And I urge you to come and be present in the lectures. And every week you will be attending one of the three uh, practice sessions. So you have been split, you have been choosing which day you are going to go there. And uh, that is the place where you uh, present, you discuss, you learn uh, the presentation skills, you, you discuss, try to understand what others have been doing and how the heck they are uh, so good, how the heck I did not think about that easy solution myself. Uh, we have a mailing list, so please subscribe to this mailing list. On the uh, course homepage there is direct list where you can just subscribe, go into the Sympa, uh, this server at university can subscribe to the mailing list. And from the course, uh, from the course's top page you can immediately go to data mining and uh, uh, there is also a link to the um, to basically the discussions through mailing list or uh, the message board. Uh, while the lectures, I I do recommend you to be here because otherwise you will be uh, not so knowledgeable. What is what 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 do I stress? Uh, because there is just so much material out there, I do urge you to, to come here uh, and somehow that we could have discussion in here. Uh, but the, the most important part for you is the, what you do after the lecture. That you go home, you study the homeworks, you complete the homeworks, and you attend the practice session. Uh, in that sense, uh, homeworks are obligatory, and attendance to uh, practice sessions is obligatory. Yes, you will be missing maybe some for illness. If you have a strong flu, do not come to the session. You may miss some of the sessions. You can still upload the solutions. But uh, in general, you have to be present. Otherwise, TAs can't help you. If you are just an anonymous name somewhere, uh, TAs can't work with you. And it's really about you developing the uh, transferable uh, skill sets of presenting uh, your ideas, like constantly talking to other people, uh, pitching your ideas, your solutions, explaining them to the others. Uh, that's what the industry is asking from you that once you join the industry, once you are ready to join the industry. I know many of you are already in the industry, but you are not ready for that yet. Once you are ready to join the industry, then uh, people expect you to be performing at a level that is better what is current in the industry. So, uh, homeworks, uh, uh, your solutions, uh, you should assemble them in that document, uh, put in the images, whatever you uh, you create uh, important parts of the script and uh, upload them on the course's website, either as a single PDF or in the case you have more files, then use zip files. 
The uh, problem that we have a little bit is that there are three practice sessions, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, I think what is fair is that uh, all of you are requested to submit the homeworks uh, by the Sunday night. So even if your session is Friday, uh, you should uh, submit your homeworks at the same time as everybody else on uh, Sunday night. And uh, my task is to try to make sure that you have at least one week uh, ahead of the homeworks up there on the website. Uh, how many of you have been using Vatech? Um, okay. Uh, you have strong advantage over the others. And for all the rest, um, you should... Uh, for the sake of earning a lot of karma points from the teaching assistance, you should learn about that. Can we convert karma points to rate points? <laughs> Don't push it too far. Yes. <laughs> um, the, the reason for that is that that would be uh, easier for you if you need to express some uh, even simple formula or uh, generate outputs, just generate a feed compile it into other really nice uh, made documents. And you can, of course, use all your uh, SVNs, Git repos, whatever, to uh, maintain your uh, text source codes for other. So then you don't need to worry about the layout at all. Uh, so uh, there will be uh, five uh, tasks regularly every week, plus some bonus tasks that I, I do urge you to take because these give you extra points directly. I'll talk about the, the, the points. So, um, and, and on the web interface you mark uh, all the completed tasks that you have, you have done. Um, if some of those may be sort of like, you have to come and present, sort of discuss so that means that you don't need to write everything on paper, but you have to be ready to present things, right? So it's, uh, it's more about when you are ready to present, but of course for TAs to understand that you are ready, you have to put some sensible text in the, in the task descriptions as well. It does not need to be excessive in the amount. Nobody's going to read 17 pages every week. If you write 17 pages every week, that's not useful. So you have to be concise uh, and to the point. But the, the key is that you will be presenting the solutions and you will be discussing the solutions in the practice session. Uh, homeworks are really majority more, I tell you, it's more than half of your grade is directly from the homework. So uh, I did split the, the if, if we think of 100 points as, as the Maximum, actually, they are going to explode that. So 40% from the homeworks, 20% uh, from the uh, project, and exam gives the last 40% of the points, but there is a 50% threshold. If you come to the exam, you only need 10 points. If you get 10 points, then that's not 50%, right? If you get 10 points from the exam of 40, that you still know only 25%. So. You have to have at least half, right, in the exam. Uh, 
And this is kind of to verify that you really are yourself understanding the language. Uh, all deadlines are strict. Uh, that is very important because, uh, again, companies tell us that students do not obey deadlines. You better enforce the deadlines. Uh, and that even goes for the students who work in the companies. And then the evaluators told to the company bosses that if you can't tell them to obey deadlines, how can university do that? They are your employees. But all deadlines are good to be strict. Uh, 40% in the homeworks means that you get one point for every homework completed, uh, but you start from the minus 10, so the, sort of with the first 10 tasks you get to zero. If you do 30, if you do half of the tasks, five times uh, 12, 60 points, you do half of the tasks, you get half of the points. Right? But the bonus is that the next 20 points are given to get you to the maximum. Uh, and this also means that you get maximum even if you uh, skip every week one or two tasks, or sometimes you have to skip the entire session because you had some sudden uh, um, unfortunate love or whatever occasion. Miserable love. So sometimes you can skip, but, uh, but this is the way how you, you generate knowledge, uh, skills, and accumulate uh, the, the points. Uh, every, every week I, I try to give some extra points, so you don't need to only get one point per task, but sometimes a bit more extra. But of course, to get to these uh, more points, not all tasks are equal. Yeah. There are simpler tasks, and then there are slightly more complicated tasks. But I can tell you that in the past, more than, uh, more than half of you will graduate with A's, and then Marlon says that, a in your class doesn't mean anything. Everybody gets an A. And yet you will all be complaining that you work so hard. Um, so it's, it's easy to get A if you work. Uh, um, and you, you should think that uh, every 10 points means uh, one grade. On average, even if you get six extra points, that's taking, taking on average to the next grade. So you can get uh, really good grades. Uh, the work is a uh, six credit point course. Um, it's an intensive course. Uh, 156 hours of intensive work is nominal, and uh, for the uh, for the good students with the good backgrounds, uh, you will. Uh, that's what you will be. Well, actually, good students will put even more time because they want to. Um, Excel in this course. But don't be surprised if you need to put all of this and maybe even a little extra. Uh, how does it uh, uh, fare? So there will be attendance to the lectures, attendance to these uh, practice sessions. Uh, weekly uh, at home, you put in five hours, so that adds up to 60 hours. If you miss the lecture, you have six and a half hours on the weekly basis to put in for the homework, right? So that gives you more than one hour per task. It's really uh, what, what is the time available to you. So um, you should not be complaining about the time because you have enough time scheduled uh, for the homework. 
Um, the projects will be done in completed in, in small teams, two, three, four uh, students. Uh, we will try to grab some data sets so that you can uh, form your teams, you can have your own ideas. Maybe you work with some company that has some cool data. You can uh, start working on those data from day one, basically. And uh, the exam is just really to uh, verify at the end that you have uh, broad uh, knowledge of the basic concepts. Uh, we have, at the moment, we have uh, uh, three groups at uh, maximum 30. And this is, I think, it was some. Uh, uh, 78, 79 students were registered. Um, is there anybody who has not registered? I bet there are. So what is your excuse? You were late? Yes. Uh, so just go to the institute uh, office and ask to be registered. Uh, maybe some are from, from other universities in India. So uh, from here I, I checked that uh, these are the computer science uh, master students first year. These are software engineering master students. Um, uh, let, let me do a little bit of uh, hand waving. So, uh, international students, raise hands. Estonians are heavily outnumbered. <laughs> you have some tough challenge to show that you are so much better, right? <laughs> and the, for the others in here, uh, you have the tough challenge to show that you are better. Right? Uh, it's not about number scale. It's not about number scale. It's really, uh, uh, really being also smart and clever in what you do. It's, it's. This is not the kind of topic that, oh, I put in 20 hours and I got out this crap. Right? It's not about this. Somebody can get good results in a very elegant way much more quickly. It's trying to be smart and elegant in what you do. So that means that you have to think what you do and uh, spend your time while. Uh, we do have people from, uh, from other backgrounds. Uh, from uh, physics, from uh, gene technology, uh, cybersecurity, a uh, couple of PhD students, uh, I, I don't see all the uh, names. So, those who are from other institutes and other backgrounds, I do hope that you have at least some, some programming skills. Uh, I don't know, who, who are you from, from not uh, computer science, software engineering backgrounds? Raise hands. Uh, you are the domain experts in your fields, you have a broader uh, general understanding, so you will be uh, actually performing better than anybody else in the course. Again, uh, prove me wrong uh, one way or the other. Uh, I know that there have been people in the past in the course who have not had the same programming skills, but this has not prevented to be uh, clever and smart in your, in your uh, work. Uh, okay, so I know that for software engineering, this course is mandatory in the core module. So uh, 
half of you hate me already because uh, that's not what you thought you would be doing. Um, but trust me, that's exactly what you are going to be doing in the industry in a few years' time. Because now everybody is saying that the world is going understanding data, understanding, uh, understanding growth. And data is allowing us to understand growth. Uh, then many data scientists will be in every software engineering team. If you take companies like TransferWise, uh, you should read some of the blog posts. So it's not going to be that there is a single unit that does data crunching. <coughs> but data crunching has to happen within every single software engineering product team. Because you, you will be responsible for the products. And in order to be responsible, you have to understand your products. So the basic data that you get about your products, it's your responsibility to understand. So every software engineer will have to have this skill set. Uh, in the computer science, I know that uh, uh, many of you have been uh, already marked and selected uh, this specialization. Um, so this is one of the courses in this uh, uh, data mining specialization module. Uh, yeah, so this is roughly your, your background. Uh, as of the tools, uh, last year's we have been heavily stressing R, but we are sort of taking a cautious. Uh, Smooth and also say that Python can be actually as good. Uh, it's a little bit hard to predict the future, but it, it may be that in future uh, some of the things will move closer to Python like growth. Uh, another poll How many of you have ever used R? That's a surprise. Uh, I did not try to encourage you to use Python. Stick with R. Be, become very proficient in there. You are much better than I am in R. Um, uh, so that's, that's actually uh, great news. Uh, because in, in the last years, it seems that the R has been one of the, one of the sort of like um, steep learning curve in the beginning. How to get into the slightly different programming language and philosophy and how to, how to start using that uh, properly. Next week lecture, uh, I have to be in Helsinki, but Ilya Verevich, one of the TAs, will be uh, actually teaching the basics of R, having the, the tutorial session about R. Um, now I wonder whether now we should, we should, I, I should still, uh, still tell him that he has to start from the basics. Even if 90% of you said that you, you have knowledge of R, uh, we don't want to scare off the last 10%. That's not the, the, the goal. Uh, but last, uh, well, next week, um, Ilya will give you introduction to R. So nothing, nothing to be afraid of. 
Um, for Python, there are uh, different uh, libraries and uh, emerging for different data mining tasks and machine learning, etc. And, and then uh, slightly older uh, Java uh, toolset, which you can also embed in Java actually as a, a within the, uh, your Java code, but it has a user interface as a Java standalone tool is made up uh, from, uh, from New Zealand. Can we use any language, or are we restricted to these ones? No, if, 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 the, if the task, uh, well, maybe some of the tasks we say that what you should or should not do, but, but the goal is that sometimes you have to understand the basics, so sometimes even Excel is good. But, but at the end, it's not only sort of like knowing theory, but it's also uh, knowing how to how to run things yourself, right? And being able to do uh, things yourself. So it depends. Uh, <coughs> so you prefer some programming language like uh, C sharp, or what's your preference? S what? F sharp. F sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old. Uh, uh, this is <laughs> so by the end of the course, you will have your own personal library that all, has all the functionality of R and, and the Python uh, in F sharp. Actually, just right now, F sharp have a library called R, and you can like join R into F sharp. Fine, fine, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but but don't expect TAs to start debugging your code because of that. Your selection. Um, it's, at the end, it's all about understanding data, and for that, it's not reading through other person's code, but understanding data by, by the way how you present the data, through the visualizations, through the conclusions, through the uh, all kinds of plotting, uh, etc., and the explanations behind it. Okay, so uh, uh, are we technically set? You know what to expect. Uh, uh, attending le lectures, learning, doing homeworks. Um, there is a set of uh, textbooks. Start uh, taking one by one and passing them on. Um, so you, you can just uh, start this process and cycle them through. I have not selected, selected any single textbook out of those. But this is more to, for you to understand that the field is, is huge and growing. Yet, in many of the textbooks, if you just browse a little bit of the table of contents, you will start seeing the same words over and over again. Decision trees, SPS, machine learning. Um, Descriptive statistics, whatever. Uh, visualization. Um, so the same core elements are spread in the different uh, textbooks, written in a different style. Um, so there is a plenty of material that you can find your own uh, matched uh, style and interest. Some of the books are about the application domain. You can have social network specific data mining. You can have business process modeling specific 
mining. You can have location-based services, GPS navigation in the cars or mobile, location-based data mining. Uh, you can have medicine-related data mining, you can have biomedics-related data mining. But they have the same basic underlying principles by and large. Right? Uh, so the drivers for data mining is, of course, the explosive growth of data. Uh, we have had explosive growth in, in uh, CPU speed, but now there is a huge explosive growth has been happening, actually, across many, many different fields. The speed of acquiring new data. And, of course, you can, you can think of many ways, just put out, out one sensor and the start, data starts to come flooding in. So the data is all around us. Uh, businesses are uh, accumulating more data, and they are just waiting and sitting and thinking how to start using them in their favor. So many businesses have started uh, and have been, become very successful just based on data, automation, uh, and database intelligence. So this uh, uh, data, from data to knowledge and intelligence-based uh, approach, uh, many businesses actually are outcompeting anything owed out on the market. So data can be coming from uh, all kinds of sensors, devices, monitoring. Every computer is creating uh, lots of logs. Of course, the internet starts accumulate lots of text, uh, databases, etc. Your traditional uh, brick and mortar companies, of course, or online stores, they are doing transactional databases. So the transactional databases that you have learned uh, are increasing in size. Transactional databases usually are thought to be for transactions, right? I bought this ticket on the airplane, this is reserved for me. That is a transaction. Nobody else could buy it, meanwhile. But taking the data out, possibly, and analyzing that is what this course is about. Sometimes transactional databases are notoriously bad for data analysis. We have to get the data out and use analysis-specific solutions. Of course, you get consumer data from all kinds of uh, online uh, media, lots of multimedia. Uh, we are not talking about image analysis so much. Sure. Over the last years, uh, there have been emerging these uh, deep learning-based methods that can tag photos and describe exactly what is on the photos. Three boys are playing frisbee, right? just based on the photo. Um, but or some of the uh, machine learning has become much more efficient uh, in identifying all the cats on the YouTube movies. Imagine writing the software program to identify cats from YouTube movies. Yeah. And as you know, you can't watch the movies because they are uploaded at a rate of 1,000 times faster than, than you can watch. So every minute is uploaded like several hours of videos on YouTube. I don't know what this part of trade. Uh, all of you are in the social networks. I dare to ask if anybody wants to raise hand who is not in the online social network. Probably nobody. Uh, you have probably very narrow definition of the social networks. Uh, only Facebook or 
Skype or Twitter. Uh, but you have some other social networks. You, you are using even email. That's your social network. And uh, with whom you extend messages is your social network. I hope that you do use email, right? <laughs> so you are on the social network. Uh, all these are science. Imagine doing astronomy without uh, data acquisition. Impossible. Uh, biology nowadays is all about data, uh, data crunching. Uh, physics, you have heard about the biggest initiative, CERN, uh, doing these collisions, just massive uh, data uh, collections. And luckily we have uh, cheaper and cheaper storage and more compute power to actually uh, harness that data. This has been said to be one of the first ever data mining applications and examples from 1854, from, from uh, 160 years ago. From 160 years ago, data mining. Uh, this is about cholera outbreak in London. So it's a London uh, street map. And uh, the doctor carefully marking by small boxes, counting every single death or case of cholera in London. And the question that the doctor asked, what is the source of cholera? You have the data. What is the source of cholera? The water. Okay. So, Mr. Watson, which where should I, like River Thames, or uh, wherever, wherever they get the water, that is the region. But, uh, okay, wherever they get. Uh, you have one shot uh, to go and shut down that well. Which well should you shut down? The one that's in the center. Exactly. So you have the cases, you map the you have to map somehow the density and see what is the, in the center of gravity of this density mass. So you have the map the, all the cases, the density, and this well in here was infected with cholera. So this is the source of cholera in London outbreak. Uh, you have data, you have some hypothesis, and we have the mathematics that is going to figure out what is the location of uh, uh, cholera-infested world. Has anything changed now? Of course, we have more data. We have a few more, maybe, techniques. But what are the techniques? What are the, what are the things that we can uh, predict? So, uh, one of the student uh, uh, startups uh, uh, is, uh, it used to be Marine Explorer uh, with a with the Marine operating system, now they have called the company Planet OS, 
So the planet size operating system, the concept of this company is to, is to say that from all the oceans, uh, air from everywhere on the planet Earth, collect all the sensory data into a single uh, pile through the common API accessible all data. So what can we do with the data from all kinds of different sensors, from, uh, from different voice, uh, uh, um, sonars, etc. Uh, there are lots of sensors measuring just the voice sounds of the whales in the, in the ocean, or measuring uh, temperatures, different uh, salinity, whatever. You have data. Just imagine you have all the data uh, that you want to have about Earth. There are technical uh, complexities. There are uh, administrative, huge administrative uh, uh, problems. How to collect, how to get hands on the data, how to share the data, how to convince uh, the uh, big uh, shipping companies uh, to give out their data. But imagine if you bring all this together, you can do so, so many calculations. If, if, you, if you think about the large ships, vessels on the ocean, if you can tell them that you should rather take this route now, because that's going to save you, I don't know, 100 kilometers, uh, then that's going to save you this or that many hundreds of thousands of dollars per trip. So understanding data uh, can bring massive effects if we use that data to the utility. Um, So how, how do we start using or understanding? There has to be, of course, different uh, ways to access, different dashboards, trying to, trying to understand the data, trying to make sense, and trying to predict what's happening now. Better prediction, of course, is, is the easiest. Yeah? Better, what easiest, uh, what you, you know about. But better predictions, there, there are collections of data, uh, number crunching, and predictions about what's going to happen. But if you throw in all the other kinds of data in there, Maybe we can do so much better in predicting uh, local uh, weather, local uh, currents, local migration of whales. You don't want to, uh, with your ship, go through the press uh, uh, leading whales uh, path. So all kinds of different uh, topics like that. Once you have the data, you, you, this is nice to have sort of like, oh yeah, let's lay, uh, put all the data in visualization dashboards and then they visualize and try to understand. Uh, there are all kinds of data that has to be arranged in the uh, databases conceptually, uh, different layers, time, geographic locations, different types of uh, uh, data. And then you want to have mechanisms how to go through the time, through some slices, for, look to data from one side, Let's look at the data from the other side. Let's do one type of data, overlay the other type. All of these are uh, things that need to be done. Right? We have had a successful birth of the companies, uh, local startups like Bumber. They seek to start understanding whether the, your Java code that runs on the server side has caused some memory leak problem. Right? 
to give the early warnings about the memory leakage and also why there is a memory leakage in your Java code. It's not always only about bad programming, but just mistakes. The goal is to predict um, what has gone wrong and give them cause. Right? How they how they did this uh, in the beginning was collect all the hard harness all the data, uh, try to grab data, apply machine learning, and try to understand what are the uh, what are the characteristic footprints of this kind of memory leakage problems uh, for different causes. Right? What is the relationship? Uh, cause and outcome, and try to understand what are the original causes of memory leaks uh, in the in the, anyone's Java data that was acquired at the beginning is not the knowledge. Data is just waste of uh, gigabytes on your hard drive. There is data all around you, even in your own uh, hard drives. There are lots of data files. Your email boxes, all data. But the question is from in data mining, the question is how to go from data not only to extract some facts or summaries, but to, to the knowledge, wisdom and knowledge. So data is not understanding that. Uh, data itself is not enough. The question that we are asking, what is the level when we understand something, what is the new knowledge that we acquire, the new wisdom or knowledge that we can actually start acting upon? And then the users of this knowledge can be uh, CEOs, strategic management, getting the insights, the knowledge, the distilled summaries from you, and then say, Okay, based on this, we should do this yeah. for humans to make decisions. This is very important that, that the end, end user of, of data mining end results is human. The your target audience is another person to whom you have to tell something about the data. So the, the end result has to be understandable by other people. If you try to convince, argue about uh, some trends, say, on the market. I, well, imagine sometimes when you don't know which type of uh, mobile brands will take up, or is the smartphone, how fast they are going to grow. If I, I would do estimations, who carries what type of phone, Maybe if I compare that to the last year, then I know what, what's going to happen by a year, in a year's time. So on one hand, the end user of the data is human, who is going to do strategic decisions based on the data. On the other hand, there are, uh, there are online activities that you are using on the almost daily basis that do the decisions based on data mining real time, constantly, all the time, for you, right? Uh, you go to Facebook, immediately Facebook has provided you the most relevant feed based on the data mining of your past uh, behavior. You go to Amazon, you immediately get recommendations, you now start looking for one data mining book, and it immediately starts recommending you dozens of excellent data mining books. So in there, 
I, I'm sort of like refuting what I said before. The end user is human, but the end user can also be the program that is executing the decisions on, on humans' behalf. It's not the shop assistant that comes to you and asks, oh, you came in clearly for shopping for better clothes, right? It's the shopping assistant on the database side is actually going to be your recommendation engine, and often they do so much better job than the real person would do. So the, the data mining is really the entire process starting from, from data, whatever, wherever it comes from, however incomplete or uh, inaccurate or, or inaccurate is really bad, term, but however, in, we know that data is, has flaws, right? So the question is how, how from the, how even from the partial data, how to get into information knowledge insight that is really useful. And the insight has to be sort of sum summarize the data, uh, describe the data, or provide some new insights. So what we are really after is something that is new, useful, interesting, non-trivial. Uh, what, are, what are the challenges? Uh, data size, clearly, because just the volume of data. So whatever you if you say that, oh, I want to apply this technique, there will be algorithmic challenge, and how fast is your code? Yeah. If you want to do something very complicated, you will never have the CPU uh, uh, for that. So data size is challenge on one hand, but the theoretical challenges are really about predicting future as simple as it sounds is complicated. So there is a theoretical uh, challenge. What can we pre uh, predict in principle? Uh, the theoretical challenge comes from really from this machine learning uh, type of uh, questions. What can be predicted? How accurate? And then there is a usefulness challenge. We should care about the stuff that is going to be useful for, I don't know, business or economy or society or or help. We are looking not for some random or uninteresting or, or sort of like maybe even interesting but not useful facts. We, we should be trying to find out something that is useful. Uh, so the, it's really it's a really tough tough call to, to try to combine all these aspects uh, together. So the quotes we are Drowning in data, yet starving for knowledge from that data. Computers have promised us fountain of wisdom, but they have instead delivered a flood of data. Uh, where is the wisdom? We have lost in knowledge. Where is the knowledge? They have lost in the information. Older quote. So it's really trying to understand what what's the essence that is buried in the data. Knowledge can be also sort of like just a collection of facts. Medical doctors are very, very knowledgeable. They know lots of different facts, right? Uh, over, the, over the experience, they start to connect the facts together, may, maybe see some relationships, and yet there can be also some creativity that helps to deliver the message uh, better. Right? 
Um, there is a tough call to try to say that, yes, you need software engineering skills to implement something, to program something. You need to have theoretical skills to understand whether this will work ever, in, uh, in, even in theory. Uh, you, have, uh, you have to put in uh, your domain experience, expertise. You can't do data analysis without understanding what the data is really about. What does this number roughly mean? And the, the, the last but not least is also the, the, the beauty. Without the beautiful stories, without the creativity to deliver the message nicely, you cannot deliver the message. Uh, so all these uh, superhuman uh, components have to be there. Right? Uh, rarely they are in this, any single person, all the aspects. So the teamwork is essential in this regard. And of course, you should try to develop each aspect um, in yourself, but also to try to understand where you are stronger and where somebody else is stronger. Right? So it's interdisciplinary field where we mix uh, sources of data, data bases. Um, of course, we like to uh, work in the flat files. It's not really about how we organize transaction database, but the, the, sometimes we need to understand data, just the sources of data, databases. Statistics. Uh, predicting something has always the problems of being uh, more or less inaccurate. So we need to understand basics of statistics, uh, what can or what cannot be uh, predicted. Uh, sometimes we need uh, high-performance computing, and machine learning, uh, all the theories, Visualization. Uh, sometimes there are mathematical challenges, like I can wave the hands that, oh, we have uh, these white and black dots, and we want to best put optimal separation between the white and black dots in high dimensional hyperspace. Find me the optimal division that is my classifier. Later, if great dot comes in, I know that this is, should be labeled black or this should be labeled white. High level, this is true. We want to understand how to label the new instances, good or bad, right? Two classes. But find me the optimal hyperplane <coughs> through high dimensional space. Oh, that is a mathematical optimization problem. Um, sometimes mathematics has the answers um, for these kinds of optimization problems. So there can be mathematical challenges. Uh, sometimes you just say, oh, I'm using, uh, going to use that library that does it for me. I don't understand the deep mathematics behind there, but I trust that this is going to be optimal. And last but not least, uh, <coughs> we have to understand the application area. If you are going to work with the retail data, you have to understand how the retail works. Or what are the things that retail uh, shopper shop, how they work, work, what kind of data there is, um, what is uh, interesting, what is not interesting. Uh, we were surprised to identify a group of people who shop on the quarterly basis. Every three months, in the beginning of the month, they shop on the quarterly basis to the food store. Oh, but we have La La Baba. Uh, every three months. How would we know that, right? 
Uh, so, so it's really about mix of many different things, and that's why I'm saying that we would be shallow in each one of those. But the, the question is about mixing many things together, understanding basic shallow principles of perhaps many different things in one single person. Um, and there are different elements of uh, probability theory and statistics, uh, uh, machine learning, AI. Well, AI is kind of predicting to it artificially some uh, decision making. If it can predict future, then my AI engine can make decisions based on that. Right? Uh, so there is a lot of uh, uh, questions about which field dominates, uh, who are better, the statisticians or the engineers. Um, Etc. There are lots of starting points on the internet for for heavy uh, nuggets. Knowledge discovered. Data mining is about knowledge discovered. So you, there are there is a terminology that you will have to kind of learn. Uh, knowledge discovery nuggets.com. Knowledge discovery databases. So KDD. Some online uh, training sources of data, there are some standard data sets. People are always using the same uh, basic uh, data sets. We will talk about the data about uh, uh, iris, the flowers. We will talk about the wine data set, uh, different wines, or Titanic, uh, who has survived or was killed in the Titanic accident. So there are some classical data sets out there. Uh, that we are going to use, but you have to extrapolate those to the real uh, data uh, that you will have. There are uh, constantly going on the online competitions where you can actually earn but if you are successful. Google uh, is running constantly a large number of prediction campaigns. This was from a couple of years ago, like from last year. So the competitions with the uh, reward money of uh, over 200,000, there have been several million dollar reward money. Anybody can participate. If you are successful, you will drive all that money. Uh, light optimization by General Electric. Uh, March machine learning mania. Uh, it's basketball uh, data from NCAA tournaments uh, from uh, students basketball. Predict when, where, and how strong the flu will be. Um, Classify uh, morphology or shape of distant galaxies in our universe. Um, construct optimal portfolio of loans. Predict my function components of ASUS notebooks, laptops. Reconstruct right? uh, the wiring between neurons from fluorescence imaging of neural activity. These are yesterday, uh, sorry about the small font. Uh, so $200,000. Uh, second annual data science bow is about transforming how we diagnose heart disease. Okay. Have an AI science challenge. Can you can you perform better than eighth grader in answering the, the test uh, given to eighth grader? Can your software be better? Uh, how we bought product search relevance? What are the relevant search products to sell on, online? Can you uh, life insurance assessment? What, uh, how, what, how about life insurances? Airbnb, new user bookings. 
What is on stake? Jobs, job offers. If you are good in here, you will, you will get job offers from Airbnb. Helping to predict new uh, Airbnb stays or clients. So all of these competitions running constantly, and people having access to the same machine learning libraries, uh, R, Python, F sharp, whatever. It's question is who of these will predict the best, provide best data. Uh, you can detect fraud. What is bogus uh, politics on Twitter, or where are the infected machines, or where are the uh, where are the bad guys in the internet? You can predict uh, those, uh, or out of the large number, out of this course, who are the real experts among you here? Who are the red uh, shining stars in the uh, in the Twitter? So this is what data mining is uh, sort of promising to the businesses that oh kids are selling lemonade, it's free, but they sell your information. The business model is about selling information. Uh, to the extent that it starts hurting the privacy. Uh, 2011, Germany, Schleswig, Holstein uh, forbid any Schleswig Holstein based uh, government offices, etc., to, to use Facebook like button. So, Facebook like button of the Facebook is forbidden for these German uh, Facebook pages. I don't know how they implement it or whether they have implemented it. It's forbidden. Uh, this I just copied in uh, this morning from uh, Facebook about this like button. Research shows that likes profile can be automatically processed to infer intimate details about the uh, individual sexual orientation, political, religious views, etc. So this is on stage. That Facebook knows everything about you. Now, trying to hide it very strongly that you like uh, you like Barack Obama. You try to avoid that. You never like anything about Barack Obama. Yet, the Facebook knows that you are a high supporter of Barack, not, uh, not uh, who is the crazy guy. Anyway, anyway. So, the problem is that it's all about inference. Inferring new knowledge or attributes without knowing them. Um, it's about predicting the values of some attributes, predicting future, right? filling in the missing details. Why did you leave your this part empty in your CV? I can infer it from this all the rest, right? DNA. What can we learn from the DNA? A lot, but we don't know how. We are certain that we can know a lot based on your DNA sample, but yet we don't know exactly how or how strong these predictions will be. Uh, this is a typical dashboard kind of uh, thing. Uh, this is comp comparing 
Coca-Cola sales in China and comparing to competitions. So when Coke went up, then Pepsi went down, and sort of like one goes up, the other goes down. But see if some, some local brand is taking over Coca-Cola or comparing, uh, getting this kind of big high-level business uh, understanding, depending on all the kinds of uh, different uh, uh, features. Um, there are jobs in Estonia. Actually, there are more and more jobs in Estonia about data science. That was several years ago. Uh, Norta was seeking for data scientists to work in Norta Oman. And what did they ask? If you know what is the difference or what is uh, common between J48 and C405, anybody knows? They are the same. <laughs> just, just the same algorithm in different uh, uh, packaging. One has commercial version, and the other is implementation in Vega. What is the form? What, what, what name is this formula? What is this formula? Can you read? Sum over n instances x minus x bar squared divided by n. Anybody else? Isn't that standard division? Yeah. So you get the job. You get the job already. That's how, it e how easy it is now, right? Data science, uh, kind of people try to invent names, data mining, but the one who does is data scientist. If you use Mac, you are already a data scientist. Yeah. You're a posh. Um, but basically, software engineers in here, you take this class, you become better than in statistics than other software engineers. That entitles you to call yourself data scientist. Uh, or engineer who is, well, you have to be better in, in the statistics than average uh, software engineer. Uh, but also, because you are the software engineer, you will be better in software engineering than statisticians. Actually, statisticians are excellent uh, uh, data scientists, of course, because they have been working with data for centuries, right? So all that they need to learn is how to program, how to be a good software engineer working with these massive amounts of data. Uh, so the uh, data science uh, teams will be consisting of people from different backgrounds, uh, putting in the different strengths and having skills from the other disciplines. What is missing in here is the domain knowledge. So you're an expert if you have statistics, software engineer, domain knowledge. You are the superstar that has all these qualities. So that's what data science is about. And all of you, you will have different domain expertise. So not all of you necessarily, but but there will be different domains or, or types of companies where you will be working. Uh, somebody works in the insurance, somebody in retail, somebody in some other domain. You will develop uh, these skills and apply your technical and statistical skills to those data. Uh, big data gets big data gets getting bigger. Right? It's it's constantly getting bigger and bigger, pushing the limits of uh, everything. So that that's something that we know. Uh, from different uh, regions. This is one of the top conference series, uh, KDD, knowledge discovery, uh, and data mining. Uh, 
So there are these sort of like business speak, like data science, data mining sometimes, the more, more scientific was knowledge discovery from databases when it was emerging in the 90s. Uh, so it, it really depends from which field. Uh, some, some types of papers published or, or seek in the KDD are about algorithms, about applications, application, innovative application areas, for example, in social network analysis, recommender systems, uh, sequence mining, time series analysis. There are lots of different application areas where you can have application viewpoint, big data, efficient uh, data mining platforms, how to distribute data to the cloud, to the thousands of uh, cloud instances, split your data, efficient to mine, how to engineer big data. And data mining, there was a special call for data mining for social good, how to do socially relevant stuff, even if there is no big business behind that. But that includes the climate change, sustainability, public policies, all the open data, all the open data initiatives that different governments are having. UK has very strong open data uh, movement. Make the data open for you to go and grab and work with that data and come back with the better uh, recommendations for public policies. Estonia has opened up some data. So the government or local governments or whatever the different data sets are emerging, go after them, grab them, make, make something useful, and the life, the world will be better, right? And foundations, uh, methodologies, uh, model selections, how, how to do models, Visualizations, asymptotic analysis, information theory, security and privacy. We can collect data together and make it such that nobody sees any, any personal information, but yet we can collectively get the average shoe number of your shoes, right? And nobody uh, is afraid of, of putting in the, shoe, the true shoe number. Uh, books are circulating in here. Um, Amazon is uh, very successful because they know what you want, right? You start typing data mining, you click on one book, and you get a zillion of other related to that topic. So there is already data mining buried in this uh, recommendation engine. Amazon recommendation engine being uh, developed in, in Edinburgh, in, uh, in Scotland. Uh, we are actually working uh, together with the uh, Edinburgh University now to establish common uh, joint uh, centers of excellence in here in Estonia. But one of the key thing is, things is that around Edinburgh there is a lot of activity in, uh, in data. Uh, UK is establishing new institutes in data, Alan Turing Institute for Data. So. Um, what have been, what are the recommendations, or what, what are the item sets, what are the items that you go and you don't buy just one, a single one, but these are bought together by customers. Imagine, even if you have a hundred products, what are the three that are commonly bought together? Any three. How many trios there are out of hundred? Anybody knows? How many triples you can form from hundred? Select. Number of combinations of three out of one hundred. 
How many of you know the formula? Can write the formula of factorials and divided by the other factorials. And it's not so complicated. Select three, you select one, and then you have 99 left, you select one. You have 98 left, you select one. So you have 100 to the power of three, roughly, and maybe it's a, a bit less. But that is already uh, a million. A million triplets out of 100. So which one is the most commonly bought together? So if you want to find these frequently combined item sets, that is a combinatorial explosion if you want to do it uh, somehow theoretically just in the beginning. So you have to have some means to, to narrow down, down that computational complexity of the exponential explosion. Uh, some of the some of the Han uh, Kumar. Uh, so this is, I think, one of the nice uh, uh, overview textbooks. Han Kumar Pei. Some of these I have sort of highlighted in the in the past for more simple approaches uh, principles. Uh, this can be a bit more theoretical. If you, if you look at the ones, the textbooks, some of those may seem very theoretical. Some have more illustrations. Uh, they seem uh, easier to uh, approachable. But uh, whichever field you take, if you start digging in, you can get into, into theoretical aspects. The elements of statistical learning. Uh, so this is a nice, really nice theoretical book about, uh, well, machine learning is also about statistical learning. It's, again, which, what terminology to use. Uh, you need to have the statistical background for the learning, for the, for, for the uh, theoretical um, strength. Okay, uh, so we have been talking uh, about big data. What, what year is this? This is 90, 2004, right? So this is like 10 years ago, big data, big data. And data has been only growing at exponential speed since then. This is your data, couple of tasks. Identify something surprising in the data. Did you see this? Um, I'm not even, no, it's probably nothing here, it's just a, as I found the smiley face in space, right? But scanning the space uh, for something which is interesting, patterned in there. Uh, how do you define what is interesting? Just by random chance, how, how frequently would you observe something like that? Um, what, what are the things that we are really looking for? Well, it seems that there are some galaxies of one type, the other types different, maybe there are different distances. This is about classifying the space, right? Imagine what the Hubble telescopes, how much data there is to just try to understand space. So, if you knew what to look for, then you can write the query. Find me that in the data. But data mining is not exactly making queries. Data mining is trying to, trying to do the opposite. Tell me something interesting about the data. 
tell me something that is uh, some some strange behavior or, or, or some outliers or some rules that he did not know. Tell me something that is surprising in data. Once you know that this is going to be an interesting pattern or mo a model, then we can always sort of like query for that in the stream, data stream. I have seen so many intrusion attempts. I'm just going to uh, screen for these attempts. I flag my cybersecurity software for the intrusion detection, right? By analyzing many potential threats, cyber threats, I have found the patterns that describe all of them, or majority of them, and I'm going to apply that in my software. Um, so one is to find me something uh, interesting, some surprising in data. Uh, this example is sort of, uh, we will revisit this, but Try to describe this data somehow. Think of this as customer segmentation of customers in the retail shop. What do you want to do? You want to understand what type of customers you have. You have the data, and what you want to tell to the, to the CEO, hey, we have these types of customers. Let's target each group in different ways. And I know how to target them. I have an idea, right? So this is taking the data and uh, segmenting or clustering, grouping the data together by some features that make them look common. Uh, there may be different ways how you make uh, things look common, uh, look similar. But through the clustering, grouping together similar uh, things, and visualizing somehow, telling uh, how good the clusters are, or what is the birth in the clusters, uh, that's what you need to do. Yeah. So, write a program that doesn't, write a program in here that doesn't know much about the data, but yet is able to, to analyze the data and come up with a, with a description of this sort. So this is applied, one of the methods is clustering, where we did not tell in advance uh, what are the good or bads, but now we can try to start working with a more coherent uh, data. So now we can start to find these predictive methods or, or, or what to do next, right? Uh, maybe for this group we can now uh, follow them up and do the predictions that are group specific. That's going to be easier than for the general case, right? Okay, um, I'm keeping uh, going over the uh, same why, right? But evolution of sciences. So in until 1600s, lots of empirical just collect. In a way, you can say empirical just observing facts, collecting data, observing facts. Uh, how did Darwin come up with the theory? He went to the to the navigator seas uh, with a mission to collect facts about animals, birds, turtles, etc. And what he did is that then made some theory about those observations. Right. So the just collecting things and classifying or grouping them is a way to obtain data 
but then you need to have sort of theoretical basis in science, some theoretical component that explains uh, some observations. Uh, and maybe because of this, lots of this uh, describing the very carefully, especially biology, describing things, describing how the how the uh, nature works, uh, made also uh, one of the famous physicists to say that uh, Ernest Rutherford, twice Nobel laureate, uh, is uh, given this uh, uh, sentence that there is two kinds of science. There is physics. The lucky physicist is here. And there is stamp collection. So just collecting data, like stamps, classifying them, grouping them, without having these underlying fundamental theories yet. Right? So data mining and this, uh, these kinds of things hopefully get us uh, closer in large-scale data analysis into the theories. Once we started to have the computers, uh, then we could start doing this computational science that let's start calculating, modeling, uh, simulating, uh, write programs that do something, uh, especially in, in many different, across many different fields, of course, also physics, linguistics, to computationally do uh, something calculate. And now, really, it's so much data driven. Uh, biology accumulates so much data in every different lab, how you get knowledge, you do experiments, you get data, and then you start analyzing that data. Human genome, 3.2 gigabytes of uh, gigabases of nucleotide data, actually twice from your mom and dad. You can't do analysis on uh, on paper, right? What happened to the data management meanwhile? Initial data management systems, sort of collections of databases, uh, data some creation of the first databases, uh, network data management systems, information management systems. 1970s, the relational data model came along, theoretical basis. You are all learning SQL now, right? But this was a very theoretical data model in 1970s, and it took 12 plus years before the commercial implementations came around. Relational algebra, this is something irrelevant, impractical. This is theory about data. But from the relational data model uh, started to emerge in maybe within 10 years lag, relational database management systems. And then, of course, you start to have sort of other types of extensions of extending relationals, starting with object-oriented databases, deductive, sort of like you have the rules written in database explicit rules, if I apply this and this and this, then I get that. So you can start uh, decisions based on the rules. Uh, facts are who is somebody's father or mother, uh, and somebody's mother or father, but the rule is that if somebody's, somebody's mother's mother, that is my, uh, some, that person's grandmother. Grandmother you don't express in the database. You deduce that fact by the rule. Uh, and then you have the application-oriented data-based management systems for spatial data, for different scientific purposes. For this type of data, I want to manage it in this way, in engineering. CAD uh, systems needed to have their own uh, databases, sometimes object-oriented, sometimes not. And then uh, 
the needs of data mining or warehousing, collecting the data together for warehousing purposes to, to harvest these data needs arise in the 1990s. Or specific databases for multimedia where you can't put everything on the MySQL database. And then uh, data streams, uh, different applications, different technologies like for documents, for, for XML, or its grandfather, the SGML, you can have specific uh, data models for these kinds of uh, databases. So, and all these kinds of databases are sources of data that we need to mine or analyze. From early client server moved to the web in the mid-90s when the web came around, uh, service-oriented architectures, web services, now the mobile, uh, now cloud. Now we talk about not only cloud, but also already the, the, the mist, sort of like uh, a little bit of computation everywhere, not only the cloud. So these are some of the evolutions of the technologies, and then uh, how the different uh, different approaches, online analytical processing, we will touch in the course a little bit. Business intelligence, how you start doing the dashboards, visual analysis, mobile business intelligence, cloud business intelligence, search business intelligence. Business intelligence, trying to understand that your business against the competitors, for example, your core business uh, data. To analyze data, we need to get data out from different sources, export, transform, load, ETL tools. I need to grab data, put them together, transform it, and put into the better organized data so that I can actually start mining them. And then you have all the different uh, hardware types or the database management system types, different vendors, uh, etc. Let me see. I will try to skip over some of the uh, the data explosion. The number of people working with the data is not growing in the same pace. So actually, there is a strong demand for strong skill sets who can analyze uh, so much more data to get more efficient. Uh, data mining is actually an entire process. It's not a single algorithm. There is. From the data, you need to select the right subsets. You need to pre-process. The data comes from different sources. They need to be transformed to the common sources. They need to be harmonized. Uh, different companies may use different names for the same stuff. Through the merger and acquisition, you suddenly need to harmonize all data from different sources. You need to make transformations, normalizations, until you can start applying some sort of like pattern detection, machine learning, visualization and only then you get to the knowledge. So the data mining, the, 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 the bad side is that it's actually getting your hands dirty all the way, right? From the very, very, very basics, making your hands dirty, working with this, until the very last moments of, uh, of new knowledge. Making queries, just what is the phone number of some uh, somebody or query web is not entirely data mining, except on the web, of course, to, to, to search for Amazon, you probably did not think about the Amazon River that I was talking about, right? But web agent has to understand when you search for Amazon in the web shop and when you talk about the river. Uh, so web-based uh, companies have to do the 
number crunching all the time. This is something that I sort of said, data mining lies somewhere in between statistics, machine learning, uh, I, uh, so software engineering, database systems. Yes, you can see software engineering is not mentioned in here. Statistics, databases, machine learning, pattern recognition. Application areas are missing. So it's actually interdisciplinary effort. You need to have multiple skill sets uh, to certain uh, satisfaction. And then we need to sometimes describe the data. Sometimes we need to predict new things, right? Describing existing or predicting future are sort of like related but not exactly the same. Uh, okay, uh, machine learning has evolved from, from starting to play games like checkers. The last news was that uh, through the deep learning, uh, the, uh, the Go game was beaten. Right? Some European expert was beaten. Uh, Chinese said that, oh, they are still smarter than Europeans, but... Uh, but uh, Computers, the, the trick in there is computer is learning to play games not by us telling them rules and how to play games in computers, but all by themselves. So you have learned playing Atari, well, no, you have not, I have not, because I did not have Atari in Soviet Union. But kids learn to play Atari by playing, right? Figuring out things. And now machine does exactly the same. Let's try to do something and see when the score goes up. I keep pushing for that. Machine gets better than you in no time at all, just playing video game, starting with no rules, no understanding of strategy, tactics, nothing. And machines learn to be better than you in no time at all. So there has been, there has, has had to be a lot of theory behind that development, right? Just imagine that. All the theories from the very basic, the first moment that you started computer science, let's write the if-then-else clause, or a for loop. There has to be a lot of theory how to get machines learning. Um, and I, I sort of tried to convince that there has to be decision-making at the end. Um, I have to start stopping soon. The, the Netflix that you now got, we now got in Estonia as a service, is not the Netflix as it started. When the Netflix was started as a company, yes, they had that vision, they will be the streaming online media, but the internet was not there to stream video at that time. How Netflix, how Netflix was born, that they shipped people the DVDs. You had a monthly subscription and you could ask as many DVDs to your home as you wanted and put them back. So Netflix in the beginning started against this blockbuster in, in states that was all the selling world video, right? A small company just doing that made in home DVDs as many as, as you wanted. The trick that they wanted to have is that they wanted to know how many of this movie I need to ship it into that town so that it would be easy. If, if customers wanted that movie, that it would be ready to there. It became logistics operation. How to predict what is the need, how to drive the need to the right direction, uh, how to understand what, what is the movie that you want to watch next week, right? For you, I have to recommend this movie. Right? 
How do I know what to recommend? Because I know your previous experience. I know your previous star ratings. I know other people's star ratings. I match yours to other people's. I predict what is your uh, what do you want to do next yeah? based on others. So Netflix ran first of these machine learning campaigns, one million dollar award. Who can who can do ten percent better than they did at that time with the predicting the user need? Uh, now, basically, knowing some star ratings and predicting all the rest, right? I know that you have, uh, like, uh, I don't know, Terminator and, and this and this, and then all these movies you like, all these movies you hate. Um, I will continue in two weeks' time, but yesterday there was a news that uh, how many of you are carrying Fitbit? Or any device that monitors your mobiles are divided and monitoring your movements all the time. This guy said that actually here my girlfriend broke up with me. My heart rate went up. How can we predict from the from the Fitbit the moments uh, uh, of the breakup? Or heart problems? Um, Go figure that out. Uh, so I think I will, yeah. And there is not going to be a single bullet that does all the things. There is a collection of different tools, different ideas, different skills, different small tiny things that you need to have. Okay, uh, next week uh, is art. The homeworks for the next week are up there. You have to read two things. One is one nice story about uh, Uber and New York Taxi, two billion rides, how this data has been analyzed. And the other is a little bit a basis of probability theory, statistics. Repeat, many of you have, have that knowledge already, but repeat, uh, and that is to not Sunday evening for you uh, this week, but, but this is just before your uh, practice session. So the Friday session is lucky because it's Thursday night, right? But for other groups, it has to be Sunday, Tuesday, and uh, uh, Thursday night. Okay. And, oh, so next week, next week, Ilya uh, will have lecture. The week after, on Wednesday, there is National Holiday in Estonia. We celebrate uh, Independence Day on Wednesday. Right? 24th, I think, is on Wednesday. So the Wednesday group, you better split up to Monday and Friday groups randomly, roughly even. I hope that the both DAs are happy with that. You, you just attend one of the either Either session. That's fine, but either group then. I don't know if Ilya wants to have some kind of commodity or not, but, but that, that's going to be about the two weeks time. Okay, see you in uh, I will see you in two weeks time. Thank you. Thank you.